<clears throat> Hello, uh, dear listener, you're all very welcome into my little abode here. Um, Zelton, if you didn't know, you know, the English guy who is on Apotheosis of a Bombast. Uh, I just thought I'd put this on the very start of this episode, only because we had uh, slight te- technical issues and basically some of the audio is kind of shoddy. Shoddy. Yes, shoddy. Um, it's my fault. I ballsed up. Uh, it wasn't Scott's fault. I there was apparently there was like a uh, um, an update on Skype, and I thought, okay, I'll update. And it the program we used two programs to record this. Not going into technical guff because that's like kind of boring and stuff. Anyway, um, yeah, we used two programs. My program recorded it. His program didn't record it and so we didn't get his side of the conversation from his recorder so anyway yeah it's somehow it's my fault that's what he said anyway I I kind of don't believe him um so yeah I just thought I'd let you know and here's the show and I'm gonna press play now That there was the soothing sounds of how to poop. If you'd had a look on the Apotheosis of a Bombast Facebook page, you'd have seen it. It was a video put up by Anthony James. Thank you very much, Anthony James. You're a wonderful person for bringing that to us. Uh, This is Apotheosis of a Bombast, if if you hadn't guessed. Episode 89, I am Elton, and joining me, as always, is the delectable Scott Cobberman. How are you, Scott? I'm very good. You know, I don't speak Japanese, so you could have... Uh, fortunately, I gathered what that was, because I had seen the link on the page, but you could have almost told me that would have been anything, and I would have probably been fooled into kind of singing along and you know, doing a little rhyme, and like, oh, this is a cool song. Yeah, I've never seen this cartoon before. It's literally, uh, I think it's a Japanese way of encouraging your little tykes how to poop on how to pee on the toilet and let's set the scene here Uh, this little kid is playing with these toy trucks with his dad and he stands up going I need a poo I need a poo and he starts rubbing his bum and there's like a little 
segment where he disappears into his body and there's this little poo going <laughs> jumping around in him and he teleports onto this magical talking toilet this is only in Japan by the way um, and then proceeds to do a poop while his mum and dad dance around him singing and dancing and waving their hands in the air and it is either the freakiest thing or the most wonderful thing in the world I'm not too sure what to make of it. I, I kind of want to do it to my kids <laughs> and see what they think. And once he's done his little poop, his dad wipes his bum for him, as all good dads do, and then he waves goodbye to the poop, which every kid has done, and I still sometimes do. <laughs> it's brilliant, though. I've never seen it. I think I saw that. I think I saw that a long time ago, and. Uh... When I saw the link, it was familiar, but there's there's something about that you can just watch it over and over again. Yes. There is another link that I have been kind of waiting to share. It's been on my list of, um, yeah, when we have a chance, I got to give this to you. When we have a chance, I got to give it to you. I'm going to give it to you right now, actually. It's give really it to good. me. Here it comes. If I can. I'm waiting for it. It's... Uh, Skype won't <laughs> let me. Um... I'm primed. I'm ready. I can't. I'm ready to take it. I like. Oh, here. Here it comes. Looking Zeno... forward to it. I guess it's Chichi non Bajo. Chichi non Bajo. I'll let you load the link up. 15%. Oh, little graph starting up there. 21%. 26%. It's continuing to the load up. For those waiting, it's X-I-X-I-N-O-B-A-N-H-O dot org dot B-R. That's Brazil, isn't it? Yes, it is. Okay. You have the option of going with an English translator, so go ahead and do that if you like. Ooh, ooh, the percentage is following my arrow around. Isn't that wonderful? 80%. I can't run away from it. That's coming coming it's coming kind of good worth the wait this is wonderful isn't it, it you're is. listening to apotheosis of a bombast the wonderful tunes given to you by us here we come almost 100 okay hello do you want me to be your english translator yes please turn on the music and sound effects sure yes Okay. What is hey. my name? Yep. Now it's going to ask you a question. Let me turn you up. Go and try that. Okay. Yeah, and I can now hear. it asks you a question. Pee in the shower. Do you do it? Oh, do you pee in the shower? Do you do it? I have done it. I think everyone's done it. I'm going to put El Facto. And 73% of the people say yes, they do. Wonderful stuff. But what you can do is you can watch the little video on the left side there of the bar graph. And it will give you a little 
commercial telling you why you should pee in the shower. I've got to look at this. Are they little droplets at the bottom? Oh, yes, they are. They're little... Now they... you know what they are. Before it was like, oh, lemonade. Oh, yeah, okay. they're little wee-wee <laughs> droplets. Brilliant. 355,051 people pee in the shower. 129,072 people do not. Are there any other bits to this? Uh, well, just the, the commercial. You can watch oh. that. Are you going to put the audio on for it? I can't find it. Oh, there's uh, above the little pee droplets, there's like a, a banner. You click OK on that, and then you'll have rewind, pause, and play underneath the screen. Know who does watch the video? Yes, please. Yeah. I want to watch the video. <laughs> I want to watch the video. Let me watch the video. So there should be like a big blue banner on the bottom left corner of what would be the screen. You have to click to make that go away, and then there's the controls. Oh, you know when? Right, okay. That music is getting annoying now. I'll go back to that later. No, you must watch it now. Okay, right. Well, hang on a minute. Give us a sec. Um, um, let me dive back into it again. Yes, I want the translator. <laughs> um, yes, I do want the sound effects. Oh, here they come again. I'm going to put my name as Simon this time. <sighs> By peeing in the shower, you save one flush per day. 12 liters. By wasting less water, we degrade nature less and preserve our natural resources and rivers and springs. This means more water for the tanks. Drinking water tank, shower, flush. Right, here comes the video. Play. It's not doing it, man. Why, why you no play? Why you no play? Come on, play. I'm pressing play. You should have seen, um, let's see, we had Michael Jordan peeing in the shower, Frankenstein peeing in the shower, an alien serial killer. Are they all peeing in the shower? A cow, yeah. Little stream, you can see little streams. Ah. Someone hanging a trampoline, little alien. King Kong. Someone somewhere said, let's spend some government money to, to get people to pee in the shower. God bless them people. <laughs> it's like the people who sent, um, oh, they sent researchers over to the South Pole. Where where do penguins live? North or south? South, I think. Yeah, they live in the south, don't they? Uh, to the South Pole to see if penguins fall over backwards when an aeroplane goes over the top of them. Mm hmm. And you know, people actually spend money on that. 
It's wonderful. Why? Uh, hmm. Hmm. Yes. Okay. Well, I'm gonna shut that down now. <laughs> no problem. You know, it was something I I almost put on the Facebook page a couple times and then just just didn't. But how to poop is on the Facebook page. Definitely check it out. I guess is we'll it? put this video up. Oh yeah, of course it is. Yeah, that's one that we were talking about. I yeah. thought there was a, a poop one that you was going to put up. <laughs> no, no. But anyway, we do appreciate the people putting stuff up. We had, uh, you know, a couple posts from uh, Mr. James, who spent apparently his birthday posting on our wall. Mm, <laughs> yes. <clears throat> Excuse me. We have an interesting article about a Mexican suitcase jailbreak from Rob Hancock. Yeah, have you heard about this story? No, all? no, that was the first I'd seen of it. Okay, let me pull it up. Uh, this is apparently the, um, there was a, a Mexican in jail for various crimes. I'll look at them in a minute. And his wife tried to break him out of jail by putting him into a suitcase and then staggering out with said suitcase with him inside it. And I think people got a bit suspicious of her walking in with an empty suitcase, really light and just bowling in with it and then struggling to come out with it on the way out. And they went, oh, okay. And, you know, they, they saw the suitcase breathing almost. I'm surprised he didn't have a little straw going in between the zip. But <laughs> I would have thought she would have, if she's going to try and smuggle her husband out of the jail then surely it would have been better to take a slightly bigger suitcase instead of just a hand luggage suitcase. It is a tiny suitcase, and God yeah, knows is. how he got in there. Uh, police say a woman was caught trying to sneak her common-law husband out of a Mexican prison in a suitcase following a con congenial... Conjunal, conjugal. Conjugal. Uh, following a conjugal visit. A spokesman for the police... Yeah, the, Caribbean state of says staff at the prison in the place again noticed that the woman seemed nervous and was pulling the black wheeled suitcase that looked bulky. Another spokesman said Monday that prisoners sorry that prison guards checked the bag of the nineteen year old and found inmate Juan Ramirez Tigerinya funny name. Curled up inside the in in the fetal position. Wait a minute, wait a minute. What's the name? You don't have to worry about pronunciation, but just Juan Ramirez. T. I, I don't know. I can't pronounce his last name. Now the article on the Facebook page. Yeah. Says they opened the bag and found her husband Edwin Valdemar Artiaga Perez inside. Ah. But it was a 19-year-old wife. Uh Interesting. Some someone's being erroneously uh, included in this report. Ooh, hang on. Let's let's it's check. Not even name. close. <laughs> Edwin Valdemar, Juan. You know, they're, they're, the woman's name is Maria Delmar Arjona or Arjona. Yeah, that's the name I've got. Let me send you this link that I've got, so we can confirm and deny. And I think. 10 points out of 10 points available given to her for effort, I think. Mm -hmm. Although the bag is slightly on the small side. 
I'd like to see her roll up with this suitcase and this plan has been going on for months and months. Oh, you're going to break me out with the suitcase. Bring it next time. And she's like, yes, 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 don't worry, don't worry. I'll bring, I'll bring that suitcase. Yeah, definitely that suitcase. The one with the handle, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can roll me out. And I wonder no if she problem. came in once and he was like, no, 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 take it back. Bring the other suitcase. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I reckon that she's got slightly confused and it's their last chance to do it and she's rolled up with this suitcase and he's like, Okay, where's the big suitcase I asked for? Oh, th this is all we have. I remember it being bigger. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm afraid you have to get in this one. Okay. And I I would love to see him. I wish there was CCTV of him trying to squeeze into this. But if they've got the names wrong, then that throws a a big cloud of mystery all over yes, it it's, straight away. It's suspicious. It's, uh, it's the same suitcase picture. They have the same woman's name. They have a different name for the for the inmate. Same length of sentence. Now the the article on the Facebook page says she was pregnant. Interesting. Can you what go you to think? Snoops or wherever? Yeah, it is? I was going to check see if it's a hoax. Oh, I knew he was going to be hitting that one. Let's see. We've got. Uh, I searched Edwin Valdemar Artiaga Perez, and there are many, many, many hits. Woman attempts to smuggle hubby out of jail. Mexican caught trying to escape jail in suitcase. Interesting attempted prison break. And then we'll look up Juan Ramirez to Jernina. A lot of that is, I'm sure, just, um, you know, like people are po linking to the same article. This has just as many hits. Lover's suitcase. I don't know. Let's see. Let's try hoax. Add that phrase, see what happens. Um, no, it is not coming up as a hoax, but why would there be two different names? Have we possibly stumbled on an alternate universe? I don't know. Maybe there are two breakouts by the same lady. There's only about nine links that actually have both names in it. A Mexican prisoner named Juan Ramirez planned for freedom from bail. God, already it's a problem here. <laughs> The guard found him in a suitcase at southeastern town of Chetamal on Tuesday. He was in fetal position in the suitcase. The suitcase was his girlfriend and both faced criminal case. <laughs> suitcase was his girlfriend. <laughs> I love uh, my suitcase. How would you break out of jail? Hmm. Would you go for the, the suitcase thing? I would go for a larger suitcase. If it was a suitcase. I think your only chance to be successful is if you go the whole man on the inside, disguised as a guard, that kind of thing. I mean, I don't think you you can just disappear like this. Although, it's strange. So they must have had a conjugal visit. So you figure someone escorts him into the room. You know, they do their thing and then, okay, folks, time up. Open the door. She leaves. You know, when they open the door to let her out, did they not notice he was missing? Yeah. She say, "Oh, he's in the bathroom. He'll be out in a minute." And they sat and twiddled their thumbs until they came out. Or you know, I don't, I don't turned around, and went, "There isn't a bathroom here. Chase her." Or maybe they just they watched him get into the suitcase on the CCTV in that room, and then were aware of what was going on, and they wanted to nab her because now they've arrested her and she's facing charges. I'm surprised that, that there isn't some sort of correction anywhere saying uh, what the real name is. Mm. 
I'd like what to would think. I'd like to think I'd be able to hire a tank to break down one of the walls of the prison I was in, and then I'd be able to bust through there like that. Maybe he has escaped, and he's swapped, you know, Juan Ramirez for his place, and so Edwin Valdemar has escaped. Ah. And they're sitting there saying, ah, oh, we've caught Juan Ramirez, and at some point someone's going to go, wait a minute. Juan Ramirez was in cell block C. This is not the man we've been looking for. Do you think she came in with the person in her suitcase then? And swapped him? And there's just some dude in prison now with a really big hangover, not really knowing what's going on. One minute I was on my sofa with this chick and we were doing stuff, and the next minute I was in prison. <laughs> and she stuffed me in a suitcase and swapped me. You know, I was reading something earlier today. Uh, it didn't make the cut for the show, but it was uh, last words of of executed prisoners. And so it was like 16 different people, and I guess they get a right to say something before they're electrocuted or gas chambered or whatever. And, yeah. You know, you get a handful of, um, I'm really sorry for the pain I caused my family and the victim's family, and, uh, you know, that's probably about 10% of it. Maybe a quarter of them are... Uh, I own up to what I've done. I'm I'm going home. I've made my peace with God. That kind of thing. You get a couple who bash the um, the warden, or you know, take it one last I spit on you kind of comment mm. on their way out the door. But probably about a third to half were people who I mean, you figure they have nothing to lose at this point, and they they're just sitting there about to get electrocuted, and they just say, "I just like to say to the victim's family, I'm not the person who killed your daughter." I, I strongly recommend you go and have your own private investigation because they're killing the wrong person. I mean, that could be like, they're just trying to mess with them and torture them one more time or something like that. But oh, that's dark. There, there were a lot of people, I'd say, like I said, about a third to half who their final words were and not mean spirit or whining or just, you know, I feel really bad. You guys are getting, the, you know, there is no justice because I didn't do it. So somewhere someone's going free, you got the wrong guy. You know, and I mean, some people are probably in denial. Some people are probably trying to save face. But at the same time, it's kind of scary. And and how awful would it be if someone drugged you, brought you in, and you go to jail, and you've been swapped for someone, and you're like, no, no, I, I'm not Carlos. I'm Elton. And they go, no, you look just like him. And you look, and they've shaved your head or tattooed you or mm. – done something that you're like no i mean besides just the psychological aspect of wait a minute is that me no yes no you know there's some, some movie like that there's a couple movies like that um isn't there the arnold schwarzenegger film where he goes to mars and they keep telling them oh total it's recall. real or not real yeah yeah that that would be scary but that's a common plot device to do that kind of thing yeah oh i I don't know what I'd do. Because you also have Face Off where he, um, the John Travolta and Nicolas yeah. Cage swap the places and he all of a sudden the copper finds himself in jail looking like the, the felon. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, that'd be kind of creepy. I don't think my face would be ripped off or anything like that, but... Do you think... I mean, I guess you could be, but... Can you conceive of how... 
someone could could really brainwash you into thinking thinking that thinking that you're someone else you know you've been kidnapped you wake up somewhere else and you're like i gotta go home no tom you are home you don't you remember you fell you hit your head oh you're just suffering memory loss you know this is your mom this is this is your sister this is your life oh, isn't there a um there's a movie like that i can't a think of what Kurt it is. russell movie isn't there like that with goldie horn yeah well that's more of a comedy but he she actually loses her memory they don't kidnap her doesn't she come back from oh yeah that's what he asked the kid it's the other way around but yeah he he sort of finds her and pretends that he's or she's his wife mm-hmm. oh what is that movie called it's something like that yeah um moonlighting no no that's no. bruce willis isn't it i can't remember it's crap i these movies going through my head now you're still not watching the tv show fringe right no still not no you should that's definitely worth watching and that's there's a I don't want to spoil anything, so I'll just say that this type of line of reasoning, what we're talking about, goes on at various points. I think I'd be really freaked out, though, if I woke up one day and all of a sudden I was literally someone's bitch in jail. And he's like, yeah, pick up that soap. I'm like, what, what, hello, what? I'm, I'm really not supposed to be here. I'm innocent. Really, 97% of the people in here are innocent. See, I think the part of that, I mean, there's lots of parts that would be troubling, but one of the parts that would be the worst to me is the idea that no one listens to you. You're like, no, really, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, you don't understand. Yeah, like, just that being ignored and dismissed, I think that would really get to me. Mm. Have you heard of, um, like, the perfect murder the perfect crimes. I think they debunked it on Mythbusters with like the ice bullet and the meat bullet and stuff like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Do you reckon that's possible? I know they busted it, but I'm still allowed to ask the question. Do you reckon that's is it possible to kill someone with a uh, an an icicle and then get away with it because your weapon has melted? Is there a perfect crime? I think there are. I think probably that whole double indemnity approach is the perfect crime way. Mm. Have you ever seen that movie or the remake of it? No, I haven't. No, it's where uh, a woman a woman is wrongly accused of like I think she killed her husband is what they say. The husband fakes his death, and his wife goes to jail for murder, and then she finds out he's still alive, but she served her time. She's already been sentenced and convicted of the crime, so she can go and kill him now, and they can't try her for murder because she's already. Because she's already been she's convicted already been of it. Convicted of it. Yeah. And isn't there a, a long-standing thing about? A, no, this is going really, really deep. But who's this Casey person that's going around the news at the moment? She uh, is. Her daughter died, and right. it's been. She she was accused of being responsible and for it. You know, the, the people say she killed her her daughter partly because she just didn't want to be a mom anymore. And then the trial has just been, you know, she kind of threw her parents under the bus and, you know, there was all these kind of claimed, you know, child abuse and, uh, you know, this person got dragged in, all these people's names got dragged through the mud. And it's one of those things where the American public has decided she's guilty. And uh, apparently the 
the jury, the jury, which was sequestered, said she wasn't. And the American public has decided, you know what? Our justice system works great unless we don't like the verdict. We don't like the verdict. Uh, so now we're everyone's up in arms about it. And I'm sure someone will go all vigilante on it. But they're calling it like uh, an O.G. Simpson kind of thing where to them, how can you not think she did it? But she's right. not guilty. Yeah. Because um, there's kind of that thing with the Amanda Knox trial as well. I know that's in mm -hmm. Italy, though, isn't it? Yeah. And I don't know, maybe it's just the bad girls, but she's hot, man. I can't stand. There's the one reporter, Nancy Grace. i just not a fan of her at all. And there's just a lot of people who they just jump on on the destruction of someone. And, and it may very well be that these people did bad things and awful things and all, but it's, I don't know how to put it in a, the right way. It's, it's irresponsible to mm -hmm. sit there and be like leading the bandwagon of, of judging someone outside. And then, I mean, there's, there's a process and I, you know, it's so hard. Cause I can picture someone turning around and going, Oh yeah. So if someone, attacked your daughter and got away with it. Like, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just, mm, yeah, there's, there's reporting the news and then there's clearly having an opinion <laughs> about the news and, and it just, it's getting everyone all worked up into a, a fury and all that stuff. And for that one out of 50 times where someone legitimately didn't deserve to be on the other side of all that, uh, scrutiny and attack and all it, I just you, you can't get that stuff back once well it's really hard to have a fair trial with that as well isn't it surely yeah. you know with um, this lady now obviously once it hits the press because you have a lot more cameras in courtrooms than we do the way I see it anyway and something like this we have someone young and doing a heinous crime like what is alleged to have happened Mm -hmm. then it hits the news straight away. And once you've got the cameras in there, then you want to see the pictures of her in there. And then it just spirals up in and blows up in the media. And it must be so hard to get a fair trial because of that. Even with it's Amanda Knox, this, this thing has been going on for years now. And yeah. she's been in prison, she's come out on appeal and stuff like that. And with the jury, they, they obviously know what's going on. It's like the O.J. Simpson thing. The jury know what's going on. You've already had your opinion tainted by the media anyway. So you can't go in there fresh, no matter what happens. Mm -hmm. And you have your opinion. And it, it surely it, it swings the wrong way sometimes. Yeah. I think that in early 90s, there was um, a case of a girl, Westwood, I think her name was, and she was accused of killing a baby, and I think she was found guilty of manslaughter. I'm, I can't. It was so so long ago, but it it was all over America, and it was all over here as well. And because it was on TV, and the the verdict was broadcast live over here, and it was it must be so hard just to get a fair trial out of that, and straight away. The, the person accused can turn around and say, well, you know, you think I'm guilty, I'm innocent, I'm going to say whatever I want anyway, because the, the jury were twisted. Mm -hmm. And it's just so hard 
to get down to the, the nitty gritty and say, yes, okay, they did it. No, they didn't do it. Well, the part of it that that really bothers me is the it's the people who sit there and their cousin died of cancer last month or something, and they haven't visited the grave. They haven't uh, reached out to their family members to be support and all supportive, but they're creating Facebook pages for this little girl and. And they're they're living vicariously this other life instead of taking care of their own. You know they they haven't spoken to their grandparents in in uh, eight years since they've gone to the nursing home. But they'll sit there and be like, "I can't sleep at night." Uh, you know, no justice for Kaylee. And and I'm I'm not saying that you know the Casey Anthony is is innocent and and well she's found innocent. But I mean I'm not saying that. There wasn't some mistake along the way or anything, but just that all these people who are so invested in it <laughs> and like, yeah, you know, while you're staring at the TV and sending a donation to the fund and saying, let's blackball this woman so she can't ever get a job or anything. Well, you know, your kid needs help with their homework. Mm. These are the people like, that get wrapped up in Big Brother and vote 20 times oh, yeah. per night, though. I've never voted for anything like that, and I, I refuse to because it's just it's utter guff, and I'm not voting for, you know, this person who got her boobs out and oh she's got to stay in the house. No bollocks, I'm not doing that. But some people get really wrapped into it, and yeah. they see these jury things on TV, where it is just their reality TV, and they just get caught up in it. Yeah, I get uh caught up sometimes in like birthdays and stuff like i'm not big on um i couldn't tell you some of my uncle's birthdays or i know i actually know my cousin's birthday is tomorrow and i haven't sent a card or, or you know, it just i mean i care and i i like him and if i were to see him i would certainly say something and all um but i haven't haven't sat there and said let's send a card let's get all ready for this but you know, on Facebook, I was reminded it's this person's birthday yesterday, this person's mm. birthday today, and I've sent a little note, and you know, I catch myself sometimes and step back and just go, yeah, you know, I, my priorities just aren't right, and I, largely it's because of convenience, because I'm being reminded right there at the situation where I can click here and just send a short message, and um, I don't know, but part of me says, yeah. I, I should should be picking up the phone and calling my cousin instead of typing. Hope you had a great day. Yeah, to someone who I don't even know that well. Yeah, I get caught up in that as well. I'm quite happy to say happy birthday to people, but then at what point do you stop saying happy birthday to them? You know, you type it on Facebook and happy birthday, and then you see someone on Twitter say it, and you think, oh, okay, I'm not going to do it again. And then you see it somewhere else on the internet, and you think, oh, no, I'm really not going to do it again. Honestly, I'm not going to. Yeah, and it's yes. You should phone phone him. Is it him? Yes, 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 it is. Phone him. Go on. I'm giving you moral support here. Pick up the phone, <sighs> dial that number, and say happy bloody birthday. Now you know what I'll end up doing, and this is even that much worse. I'll I will instead wait and let it be a late thing. I'll go through. I'll send a card and. 
all that stuff, but I will acknowledge that it's late as opposed to oh. going through. I know. I'm a bad person. We should. We should. I'd like to start doing that. The only birthday cards I ever send are belated ones. That'd be wicked. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. You know, it's. It, it, I'm in that awkward zone now. You know, I, it's. And I did think about that the other day because we had the holiday on Monday. So mail was stopped. And, you know, it was basically Saturday evening was when I thought and said to Marianne, oh, we should do something for Elliot's birthday. Okay, well, can't do anything till Tuesday. His birthday's Thursday. It's not going to get there on time. Well, yeah, by that yeah. time, it's late anyway, isn't it? Yeah. But, I mean, it, at the point, we were still like five, six days ahead of time. And just for the holiday, you know, and then it was like, oh, well, not our fault. But in my defense, I'm the last person to get upset about someone missing or being late with mine or even my kid stuff. You know, was, mm. you know, I expect a prompt answer if you've been invited to something. I don't want to be like wondering if you're going to show up. But in terms of, you know, oh, you know, their birthday was last week and the gift arrived today. I have no problem with that. Does not vex me at all. In fact, I'm more bothered by like a Christmas card that arrives right after Thanksgiving. Because to me, that's someone who's just getting it out of the way. Yeah. There's no heartfelt kind of like, and, yeah. and the same thing with these people. I'm not a big person buying presents. I'm going to buy your Christmas present now. Well, that's not very much thought going into that, is it? No, you're just, just getting, getting it out of the way. way. Yeah. You know, I, I don't want to hear that. I want to hear you were out there on the 23rd scrambling <laughs> rejecting the crap that was there trying to find me the perfect gift. I don't want to hear that, oh, I had your gift picked in May. Yeah, no, oh, of to that. That's no fun, is it? No. Um, When is Thanksgiving, by the way? It's November something, 25th, 24th, somewhere around there. Oh. Because I missed out on Christmas last year due to it being, like, the best sick Christmas ever, and I was going to start Christmas early. I think I might start Christmas in November sometime. There we go. Official Apotheosis of a Bombast Christmas this year starts in November sometime. There we go. Do you think of Christmas as kind of a single day or a period of time? Oh, it, it's all the build-up. And I yeah. didn't have any, really. And it slams shut. I mean, it's over, it's over. Mm. Yeah, uh, all the adverts change straight away, don't they? On Boxing yeah. Day, it's all, oh, you can lose weight and you can go on holiday here. <laughs> yeah. Resolutions. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's starting early this year, guys. First person with their tree up has to post it on the on the Facebook wall. There yeah. we go. Take a take a picture. Holding a newspaper. And if, like, yeah, if someone like a does, captured uh you know, kidnapped victim. Yeah. Have the tree hold the newspaper so we know that they were alive on January third. I'll be impressed if someone puts it up now. That'd be wicked. That means I can put it up because I can turn around to Boudoir and say, look, this person's got it up because of us. We can put That's a tree right. up now. I don't think it'll last, though. Which is a shame. <laughs> anyway. Okay, right, let's move on to other things. Alrighty. Okay. Um, how about this? Okay, we had another email. Woohoo! 
Did you see it? Yes, I did. I can't pronounce his last name. Damn. <laughs> Hello there, this is Tim from the Appy Times podcast, and you're listening to An Apotheosis of a Bombast. McElligot's. I'm going to go for McElligot. Sorry. All right. Okay. Right. This uh, email comes from Mark McGilligan. I think that's how you pronounce it. We've just had a 20-minute discussion on how to pronounce it, and that's what Scott said, so that's what I'm going with. Uh, I know all. Yeah, huh? It says, Hi, Elton and Scott. <clears throat> I really enjoyed the podcast. I got into it sometime last year when I was searching for podcasts about the, lo- uh, about the show Lost, and as it was nearing its finale and found Rethinking Lost. And as it was nearing its finale, in fact, really, yeah. Since then, I've always checked each week for another apotheosis. You two always have interesting topics to discuss. We do have interesting topics to discuss. Mark is Indeed. correct. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we waffle on a little bit, but most of the time it's good. Anyway, it's great how good the chemistry you two have, even with the great Atlantic Ocean between you. That is also true. Uh, I'm from Cleveland, Ohio, and just wanted to say hi, what a fan I am. Keep up the great shows. Mark McElligot. And let us know if I've pronounced that right or wrong. If you let us know by email, we'll play the jingle again. Yeah, we can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you very much for that. That's It's always nice to get emails and stuff like that. And if you're thinking about sending an email, please send an email, and I can also spoil it. By reading it out and cocking it up. <laughs> and you can send them to bombastpodcast at gmail.com. That's the home to send them to. Sounds good. Yeah, right. Anything else at the uh, moment? I have a link I found, and I'll just run through it, and we'll kind of debate some of these things, I guess. Uh, there's a site called Cool Math for Kids. C-O-O-L-M-A-T-H, the number four, kids.com. And they have all things for kids of all ages and games and stuff like that. But one of the things they have on there is this list of things that may or may not be true. So uh, unfortunately, there is no answer key. So we'll just have to discuss whether we think they're true or not. Okay, cool. All right. Stewardresses is the longest word that can be typed with only the left hand. S-T-E-W-A-R-D. E-S-S-E-S. I would be inclined to think that's true. It's a really long word. I mean, how much longer can you get? Right. Okay. Oh, right. Okay. On the typewriter. Yes. Not just We'd have to have a lot of S's, T's, E's. Well, maybe not. Because S-T-E-R, sweater, S-W-E-A-T-E-R. I'm trying to follow you on the keyboard, and I'm just losing it straight away. Yeah. I don't know. I'm going uh, Stewardesses is three... Six. I'm going to say yes. That's well, 15 letters, so I'll give you that. By comparison, lollipop, L-O-L-L-I-P-O-P, which is only eight letters, is the longest word you can type with your right hand. Hmm. M-I-N-I-M, no, because minimum, N-I-N-I-M-U-M, that's seven right there. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say lollipop. I find it hard to believe that that's... Okay, moving on. No word in the English language rhymes with month, orange, 
silver, or purple? Yeah, orange, I, I've, I've, heard. I've heard the orange one. Silver, I've heard too. I I heard that syringe rhymes with orange. I, I'll give you that. Debunked. All right, let's move away for some word things here. Our eyes are always the same size from birth, heard but that. our nose and ears never stop growing. Yeah, I've heard that. You can always tell by the old man with the really big nose and the big lobes. You think, yeah, your ears and nose didn't stop growing, did they? Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. I'm trying to skip around a little bit here. Almonds are a member of the peach family. Almonds? Almonds, yes. What, the nuts? Now, they do look like a peach pit, but I think that's misinformation. I wouldn't have a clue. Anything with food, I don't really know. There are more chickens in the world than people. Wicked. I can believe I that. I think so, yeah. Peanuts are one of the ingredients in dynamite. I think I may have heard that. These are Mythbusters as well. Oh, I, I also learned, was it a week or so ago, that peanuts grow underground. Oh, yeah. I didn't know I that. I forget that, but yeah. Peanuts grow underground. <laughs> That's mad. What makes you just... wonder, when you think of how many peanuts there are. I mean, they're in everything. Like, where? Hmm. How do they grow then? Do they grow in them little monkey nut shells? Yeah, I think they're like the way potatoes grow. But you think it's not like a tree can grow as high as it wants. Yeah. But growing down, I mean, that's. And then you must have to destroy the plant to get the nuts off. So how? Hmm. How do you? I'm I'm confused by peanuts growing under the ground. How do you grow a peanut tree? Do you need a peanut to put in the ground to grow it? Yes, I think you can grow it from peanut. So it hasn't been roasted and all. Oh, my brain just exploded. Because so, a peanut isn't actually a nut. It's a, it's a bean. It's a bean, not a seed. Yes. So you don't put a peanut in the ground to make it grow? No, I think you do. Like You can put like uh, lima beans and stuff and grow a plant from that. I sound such an idiot. I don't care. Um... Yeah. Ah, it's hurting. All right. The cruise liner, the QE2, moves only six inches for every gallon of diesel that it burns. Ooh. The microwave oven was invented after a researcher walked by a radar tube and a chocolate bar melted in his pocket. I don't know about yeah, that one. I don't know about that one. The idea of this list is to get kids to go and, like, think critically about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, one or two others here. February 1865 is the only month in recorded history not to have a full moon. Oh, interesting. Just just going back to that microwave and the um the chocolate bar. Mm-hmm. I'm just thinking that, that the professor found out that his chocolate bar was in his pocket. Oh. <laughs> Maybe it's just because you're wearing the corduroy pants. Yeah, well... And <laughs> just melted from that. Well, if it was... Pointed in like the groin area where like his pocket was, he must be like toasting his nuts every day, walking past that thing. Maybe oh. he thinks you know, I get a little warm and tingly down there every time I walk by. I must be that <laughs> yeah. new assistant. Just short skirt today she's wearing. <laughs> All right, what do you think of this? In the last four thousand years, no new animals have been domesticated. Ooh, okay, cool. I guess. I mean, well, horses, cat. What? What are you know? 
you don't consider dolphins domesticated, right? So it's basically dogs, cats, no, cows, dolphins chickens. Would, would, no, they wouldn't be classes domesticated because right, you can't keep it. Perform, yeah. You have to be able to keep it in your front room, as far as I'm concerned. Do you consider mice and hamsters domesticated? Yeah, I guess hamsters are domesticated. Yeah. If it can't sit on your lap, then you can't domesticate it. So you can't really domesticate an elephant. Hmm. I guess. I don't know. 4,000 years seems like a long time. That goes way back to, like, pre-Roman times and all, so. Hmm. They got all the best animals in the beginning anyway. Horses, cats, and dogs. (laughs) What more do you need? I know. Well, that's just a sampling of a list. I left a couple off that are uh, interesting, but Unfortunately, like I said, it doesn't have a an answer key. It just wants you to go and do some critical thinking and come up with it on your own. That's cool. Oh, Windy Pops, sorry. Um, I've got two things Okay. I want to hit you with first off. Uh, I forgot to report last week, I managed to go watch the film Senna in cinemas. It was only on uh, for one day around my area. I don't know if you've heard about this movie or not, have you? Uh, no, I don't think so. Are you aware of the man called Ayrton Senna? No. He's a Formula One driver. He's a, a triple world champion in the, the 80s and 90s. And it's just his side of... Well, someone's come out and made a, a story about him. And it was just wicked watching Formula One cars in uh, driving around on the big screen. That was just, It's just made for it. It's blinding. But um, there was so much grainy footage in there as well, and it I kind of didn't care. <laughs> I, I'm glad it wasn't in 3D or anything like that, and I was I, I, I kind of like that all that old grainy vo- footage. I think it looks a lot better than all the um, the blue people with spears throwing stuff at me and going, "Whoa, hang on, that <laughs> nearly hit me in the face." Yeah, much better than that. So yeah, that was that was wicked, and I didn't cry. Although, when I got home, <laughs> I, I said to Amanda, she went, oh, did, did you cry? Did you cry at the end? I went, <clears throat> no, no, didn't cry. Didn't cry. I'm a man. And it was it was very close, but no, I didn't cry. I didn't buckle. Let's put it like that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's wicked. If, if no one's, even if you're not into Formula 1, if you get the chance to borrow it off someone or watch it or rent it or anything like that just watch it once and you'll understand what a joy that was to go see that movie so yes two thumbs up from me right cool second thing i have i was at work the other day and uh i was just mucking around on my phone as i do looking for podcasts to listen to and i dived into notes every now and again i'll write down a note or a story that i've heard for the show later on and as I was going through the notes uh, I noticed this little story that had been written on my phone and it's from Jacob and every now and again he picks up my phone and he's he's getting into the mood of actually writing his own stories and mm-hmm. would you mind if I read it to you? No, go ahead. It's wicked. <laughs> right, okay. <clears throat> I may cock this one up as well. Um, one day There was a little boy named Jake, full stop. Jake loved to play football. He lived in a caravan, and the caravan was in a wood. Now Jake had a cat. The cat's name was Ian. 
the cat is a boy. Jake was not lucky, because he lived with his nan and had no friends. The reason why... And that's it! It's so cool that a cat is called Ian. <laughs> I suggest everyone goes out and calls their cat Ian from now on. If I have another cat, I'm calling it Ian. Guaranteed. And then he'll write another story. The cat not called Ian. No, no, every cat in the world should be called Ian now. That's what I'm... If I was king, I'd make all cats called Ian. And that's it, that's the law. Your cat is now renamed Ian. Thank you very much. <laughs> right, that's all I have. I promise I'd read that little story out to a couple very of nice. the listeners. So, there we go. I like it. Uh, anything else for anyone else, or is that no, it for it. this week? I've got a few things. We'll save them for next week. Um, other than that, though, everything's been good, and we appreciate all the emails and Facebook posts and contact you guys have, have been giving us. Yeah, thank you very much, guys. Much appreciated. Yeah, make sure you follow us on Twitter at shc1970 or Elton McManus, all one word. You can look for us on Facebook. Um, you know, the Facebook page obviously is your your main apotheosis site there, but you can also look for Elton and I if you wish. I don't know. Anything else? Um, there's the Rogue 2 site. You can always go to that and you can find other gems such as uh, the Ice Podcast, Geek Squared Podcast, uh, Creeping with Armstrong, Hypnobobs, uh, Apotheosis, and maybe a few more, which I won't mention just yet because it's not secured yet. So please go over there and check it out and review. Yeah, subscribe, and... Uh, subscribe on iTunes or the Zoom feed and whatever, Android feed, whatever you need to use. Yeah, that's right, yeah. But yeah, please... yeah, please... Please check them out and please check us out and reviews are always welcome on iTunes. Yeah. So we need a moral for today's show. Hmm. Bring a bigger suitcase? I think that's it. Cool. Bring a bigger suitcase. Oh, I'm happy with that. Let's go with that one then. Sounds good. So, and if anyone finds out uh, the real name of the man caught trying to escape the Mexican prison, not that it really matters to me, since I have a birthday that I should be worrying about and things like that, but I, I seem a little bit overly invested in that. <laughs> I want to know his real name. <laughs> want to know why they got that wrong. Never mind that my daughter's art teacher got her name wrong on the report card. I want to know why the BBC and the Washington Post can't agree on the name of the man escaping the Mexican prison in a suitcase. Your daughter's art teacher got your daughter's name wrong? Or yes. her name wrong? Uh, the, my daughter's name wrong. Oh. Posted a nice piece of artwork up in the hallway for her to be proud of and wrote the wrong name on it. And then got a little huffy when we said, you know, it's kind of hard for her to be proud of it when it has the wrong name. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you say it that, that sarcastic tone. Yes, I do. I don't make a lot of friends. Excellent stuff. That's it. Okay. Well, I think it's time for us to move on. We'll be back next week. Yeah, episode 90. Ugh, get in. Doesn't mean anything. <laughs> All right. So that's it. We'll see you. Maybe we'll see you on the Xbox interwaves. If you play Xbox and want to uh, 
connect with us gamertag wise, send us a message through the uh, Pathosis email and we'll discern whether we want to play with you or not. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> cool. All right. See you next week. Cheers. Bye. Bye.